Hi everybody and welcome to another episode with the Anxious Resistance. Today I'm going to ask you guys a question. Did you know that our brains literally change when we learn something new? It's not just, you know, we we think differently, but structurally our brain changes and we are no longer the same person we were before. And from a philosophical standpoint, I've always found this very interesting, that when you learn and experience something new, you are literally not the same person. And what I'm talking about is a principle called neuroplasticity. The definition of neuroplasticity is the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. Really, to, to simplify this, our brain is a giant network of neurons, and they criss and cross and go this way and that and make different connections in order to represent our experiences. And what happens is these neurons, they can either, you know, these pathways can be strong and, and current and they're used a lot or they can atrophy and be weak and not used very often. And these exemplify how we think because we may tend to think a certain way because that's the pathway that we're used to using, but it can change and we can think differently about different things. So this principle of certain pathways being used more than others is called long-term potentiation. It means the neuron that's used the most will be the one that's most likely to be used again. And then the opposite term is called long-term depression. Now this is not the same thing as major depressive disorder, but it's just when those, those neural pathways, they wear out and they're not, the, they're not as strong as they once were and you don't think that way. You don't think down that pathway as often anymore. So we literally change. But besides just strengthening and weakening pathways, we also can create new pathways, new connections in our brain that make us and help us think differently. So there are things that we can do that help our bodies be plastic to create these connections. And one of the first ones is exercise. You know, I'm sure your therapist tells you all the time or your doctor that exercise is so good for you. And this is one of the many reasons why it is so good for you. It's because it helps your brain learn and adapt. I don't know if you notice, but I do when after I exercise, my brain feels a bit more alive and I feel a bit more ready to learn and absorb things around me. That's often why a lot of people exercise in the morning. It makes the rest of their day go better because they're, they're more open to learn. And this is exactly what exercise does. There are some other things that we can do that help us create these new connections. And another one is nutrition. You know, you have to eat the right things. You have to have the right vitamins and minerals in your body in order to create these connections. And one of them is magnesium, which I talk about in a separate video that I will link here. And in this video, I talk about how magnesium not only helps with this, uh, this learning that we do, but it also helps with depression and anxiety and is similar in function to ketamine therapy that you may have heard of before. Another thing we can do to help make these connections is control our stress levels. The calmer we are, the more our body is able to adapt and change to these things. Another thing is getting enough sleep. You need to make sure you're getting that seven to nine hours a night. 
of sleep to give your brain that time it needs because during sleep is when it makes these connections when your brain shuts off and and turns everything down and makes these it makes these adaptations for the day and yes just exercising your brain in general will help you make these connections and that can be come from you know whether you're studying you're in school whether that's from you know watching an educational TV show one of the best things you can do is learn a musical instrument and that challenges your brain and helps it learn to make these connections so it's pretty amazing that we have this ability to change the way that we think. But it's it's a capacity that's limited. I mean, you can't heal your mental health disorder just through thought. I don't know how many times I heard, you know, when I struggled that, hey, you just need to be happy. You just need to, you know, think better thoughts. You need to, you know, just have the discipline to not think this way. And to a certain degree, you do have control over how you think. But that doesn't mean you can just change your thoughts overnight. But, but one of the things you can do is, is therapy and, you know, counseling. This is what you do to change your thoughts. And it takes time. It takes effort. And it means you need to, you know, you need to think about things in a new way that maybe you never did before. And I know, at least from my experience, therapy was great. And, and I continue to go to it on occasion. Um, to help me, you know, maintain good and proper healthy thought. But that still, that still doesn't mean that you can just will your, your mental illness away. I still need medication. There's that biological factor that needs help beyond just, you know, counseling and therapy. And sometimes maybe you don't. Some people only need a little bit of counseling and therapy and that's, that's all they really need. So there's different levels to this. So again, thank you all so much for watching. We appreciate the support that we have on this channel. If you have enjoyed this video, please subscribe to our channel. See more information just like this. Maybe there's some stuff that you didn't know that we can help teach you. We're here to help make the world a better place through raising awareness about mental illness and spreading information. So thank you all so much for joining us here at The Anxious Resistance.